I reckon TV gets a bad rap these days. I don't watch a lot of free-to-air TV and neither does a lot of my circle of friends, but I think we're missing out on the togetherness that escapism by watching TV brings. Do you remember back in the day when you'd sit with the fam and watch something together? Well, someone who champions that moment is Grant Denyer. Yes, Gold Logie Award-winning Grant Denyer is on the Misadventurers podcast today. (laughs) Never thought I would be saying that. But this guy's love for TV, you can really feel. There's beauty in it, and we talk about why the world needs escapism and how it's in our DNA how important it is to know your limits and when to pick one thing to do and do it well. We cover a lot of his life growing up and why TV is such a big part of his life. And you definitely want to stick it out to the end for his solid gold nuggets of advice. You can catch Grant Denyer on Channel 10 on Sunday nights for Game of Games every Sunday night from 7.30. So let's get into it. Hiya, welcome back to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge. This is the podcast that inspires you to change your world for the better, to help get you out of your comfort zone and start making positive change in your life. It gives you a look into someone else's life who is just like you, but has achieved extraordinary things. I share these stories with you to give you an example and so that you can use their advice, their situations and the stories as a way to live a more fulfilled life yourself. This is your haven of positivity that keeps you accountable. It advocates for you to be a nicer person, including to yourself, and helps you with your own self-awareness. If you're the type of adventurer that sees life as one big adventure, no matter how big or small, and if you're looking to take that leap to start making positive change in your life and create your own significant path, this podcast is for you. So go on, hit subscribe, and while you're at it, tell a friend. You may have noticed that this episode sounds a little bit different. That's because Chris and the legends at Sounds Like an Earful have really helped me out with a lot of imaging and some sound. Sounds Like an Earful is a really awesome resource if you're looking for royalty-free music to use on your podcast or your ads or anything else. So definitely go and check out Chris and the team at soundslikeanearful.com. I'll put a link to the best place to find all this music in the show notes. Would you say that you have a quick wit? <laughs> um, in certain situations, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I really like making silly television shows. Like, uh, the more ludicrous they are, the better. And yeah, in that environment, yeah, possibly. I thrive in that kind of environment, which is why Game and Games is pretty good. And when you say you, you thrive on making silly television shows, is that something you have always wanted to do from, like, when you were younger? Like, is this something that you got, you went, like, all right, it's either cars or it's TV and it's doing silly stuff on TV? Yeah, I, I kind of like the idea. There's a lot of, look, there's enough people making serious TV shows in the world, and I think as the world gets a bit darker and sadder and scarier, I think there's the importance of silly television shows, you know, grows because you kind of need that in your life. You kind of need that blow-off valve. And I I, kind of like the TV shows where the whole family sits down and watches together and you put your brain in neutral and you just have 
a laugh at something stupid. And people falling down or getting shot into the air or being blasted in the face by a cannon, <laughs> you know, it goes back to the core of our DNA. We love watching people fall down or hurt themselves if it's not us. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I um, I, I looked on my feed the other day prepping for a show and I, all I could read was just like death, you know, murders, that sort of thing in the news. And I was just like, I need to watch someone get hurt so that I can I can laugh yeah. and feel better. <laughs> I know, watching someone else tumble down a giant set of pyramid stairs, you know, mm. because they're too slippery, is hilarious. And the perfect tonic, <laughs> you know, at the end of a hard-working week, you know, we're all struggling to pay our mortgages. Mm. You know, things are tight, you know, life is hard. We're all tired and exhausted and... And these little gems come along, and, and I think they're the little escapism that we all need. I think it's healthy. It's healthy to last. There's no doubt about it. That's proven. Mm. And Game of Games is kind of the stupidness that you need in your life sometimes. And how did that come about? Like, Were you just you know, on the end of Family Feud and you're going, okay, so Family Feud's over. I still want to do something games-wise or something to do on telly. Like, Was this something that you've been sitting on for ages and it just kind of now is a good time? or? When Family Feud finished, I had no idea that Game of Games even existed. It had only just been made or was about to be made in America, so it was completely new and the rest of the world hadn't yet cottoned on. Whether Channel 10 knew or not that they were going to to purchase the format um, before I knew and before Family Feud finished, I, I don't know, but... So I don't know if it was a deliberate plan, but it just, you know, you ask the universe and it provided, you know, I was ready for... I was ready to add a new challenge and a new project to my workload because I'd made 1,200 episodes of Family Feud and I loved it to death. Um, But I was just kind of hungry to to play with something new and as it turns out, you know, Family Feud stopped and and, and this new big shiny flash beast arrived. So the timing was coincidental, I think, but, you know, just magic. And talking about like family feud and just family, it seems like family is like this huge thing for you. Like as a teenager, you know, you're like, I'm so done with family. I'm going to go out and do my own thing. When were you like, family's awesome. Going to even try and like work with family and then hone it in to families getting together to make an appointment to watch TV together. I lived with my mum when I was a kid and we didn't have very much money at all. So there weren't a lot of luxuries in my life. We weren't traveling, lots of going on glamorous holidays or being able to afford, you know, lots of great toys. And TV was that wonderful bit of entertainment and escapism that I really cherished. You know, I loved sitting down with my sisters and my mum on the couch and, and kind of watching together and laughing along and yelling out at the television. So they're really precious and fond memories for me growing up. So some of the things I'm most proud about in my life is making television shows where families still return to the one couch and in the lounge room rather than being in different rooms of the house and splintered off on different devices. That kind of family entertainment, it doesn't happen much anymore. So it's it's nice to make a show that does. You spoke about uh, things you're proud of. Now, just a cheeky Google search on you. Um, <laughs> have you ever done one of those on yourself, by the way? I uh, try not to. No, fair enough. <laughs> I think it's a healthy thing to do. <laughs> I think for other people it's fine, but yeah, I can safely say that when I Google myself, the results that come up are not fun. So, <laughs> um, mainly because, right, I share my name with a porn star and I'm trying to get away from that. So, 
And yeah. you don't want that on your Google history. No. And I mean, I've got a whole website. I'm never going to be able to get SEO or anything because this porn star is just, you know, ridiculously famous on the internet. And I've got like, here I am doing radio. So yeah, that's my life. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, back to the Google search on you. You are the holder of five Guinness World Records. Can you name them? Do you know them all? Yes. Go on. World's largest tandem bungee jump. World's largest underwater dance class. Cool. Uh, most balloons burst in 60 seconds. Most kisses on the face in 60 seconds. Wow. And pulling on the most pairs of underwear in 60 seconds. Ah, oh, well done. That's amazing. Okay, I shouldn't be amazed that you remembered it. How did you even get to all those situations? Like, this must have been that, that nature to just do something different, hence the TV show. Well, I, I once worked on a show called Guinness World Records, and then as part of the TV show, I wanted to get a record, so we did one, which was pretty lame. I kind of picked a category that hadn't been done before, so I was the first record and didn't have to beat anybody. <laughs> and that was... Uh, the fastest to burst a thousand balloons. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Fastest to burst, burst a thousand balloons. And then all of a sudden, I got one, and I was like, "Oh, you get a medal, and then you get a certificate." And as a kid growing up, Guinness World Records was the book that I always got every Christmas, and I loved it. And then you get one, and this strange thing happens to you. You start to develop this addiction for for, for getting more, and then you you want one, and then you want two, and then you want five. <laughs> But then I started this kind of race to see how many I could get. And then when I was doing the world's largest tandem bungee jump out of a helicopter over Bondi Beach, the record was 150 metres. Instead of doing like 151 or 160, we went for 300. Oh <laughs> it was gosh. at that point I went, maybe we're pushing this a little too far. <laughs> I better quit before I die. Yeah, fair enough. A good, uh, very good call there. Um, I just sensed that it was firing a little out of control. Almost like an addiction, but, you know, just an addiction of getting Guinness World Records. <laughs> well, I think it comes up because I've been racing cars my whole life and I like winning races and I like collecting trophies and it's a similar sort of thing. You know, Guinness World Records are kind of like a really cool trophy, an even cooler trophy. So I just realized that I was prepared to probably forego safety <laughs> in preference of winning a Guinness World Record. And I think there's only so many times in life you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's that whole like cat with nine lives sort of thing, hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've used about five of yours. you got four left. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels that way. And I've had a couple of car crashes in motor racing, so I don't know how many lives I'm left. Oh, ouch. Will you get back in the car, do you reckon? Yeah, I've been racing this year. I had a, a year off last year after I had a, a bit of a nasty accident. So I've been running this year and it's going really well. I've won the last four races and leading the championship. So it's, it's, it's good to be back behind the wheel and, and good to be doing well. So what came first, though, your love for racing or your love and your want for, like, TV? I started both at the same time when I was about 16 years of age and they were both running in parallels for mm. quite a long time. So, you know, at one point I was hosting a show called Australia's Got Talent and then It Takes Two and, and then on weekends I'm, I was off racing V8 supercars and then I just got to a point where I realised I probably wasn't doing both to the maximum of my capabilities. So I decided I needed to choose one and do it well. And I just sort of chose television and I gave motorsport away for five years. Wow. Um, television's been really, really great to me. And I certainly love being on a studio floor and hosting a big shiny TV show like Game of Games. And, yeah, for sure. And I didn't want to start missing those opportunities because I was preferencing motorsport. So yeah, it was a tough decision to walk away from professional racing car driving, but you know, now I do it for fun. What a hobby to have. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, I get my kicks there. That's all I ever wanted to do 
as a kid and, and then driving at 300 kilometers an hour is a pretty special feeling. And, <laughs> you know, I kind of love it. It's, it's good for the soul for yeah, me. Fair enough. I feel like for me, driving at 300 kilometers an hour would be, I would be shit scared. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's not for everyone. <laughs> Let's talk about radio. So how is the transition? Are you enjoying breakfast radio as opposed to doing TV? Is this the first radio gig you've done? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I um, it, it's great. It's, it's good fun. It's nice to learn a new skill. You know, after doing television for 20 years, I was sort of hungry to, to try something completely different and to mm. be scared. You know, I hadn't been scared for a while and, and done something that was out of my comfort zone. It was so, the Guinness World Record you know, attempts that, you you know, you had to stop them. you got to go find the thrill somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. So my thrill now is getting up at 3 a.m. and seeing if I can get up before the alarm. <laughs> what a thrill. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's live and you can't beat that kind of buzz. It's, it's pretty cool to be a part of and it's fast moving and it's fun and you know, I've got a couple of great colleagues to work with. So, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool new addition to my life. So we have a bit of a game that I've been playing on Wave FM lately. It's called Stars in the Car, where I play you five different stars and you just need to identify them. Now, I know that you're the host of Game of Games, but do you actually ever get to play them? Did you want to play this one? Yes, of course I do. I'll All give right. a crack. Cool. All right. So. Stars in the car. <laughs> what do you reckon? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's so far. Yeah. I can't pick one. Play it, play it again. Play it okay, again. Okay, all right. Stars in the car. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> that is, wow. Yeah. Anybody cracked the code yet? Yeah, we've got four down, so there's five stars. Four of them have been identified and one of them is still to go. And we're giving away a car for this. So if you want... You can just have a guess at the final star. I reckon the, the chances of you getting it are very, very slim. But if you want to have a crack at all of them, you totally can anyway. Okay. Will Ferrell. Beautiful. Love it. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> so do you want to know what the five stars are? <laughs> yeah, go. Okay. So the first one is Shane Jacobson. The second one yeah. is Sally Fitzgibbons. Uh, the third one is Glenn Robbins. The fourth one we don't mm-hmm. know. And the fifth one is Alanis Morissette. Okay. Well, I thought we were going to do an all Aussie theme then, but then you've <laughs> dropped a red herring by giving me Alanis Morissette at the end. So well, it could be anybody. Yeah, right. I mean, do you want to have another guess now? Hey, Martin. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. Ray Mars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice, but unfortunately, uh, no. But Ray uh, Charles. <laughs> just going to keep going with the Rays. <laughs> hang on, how many other Rays can you name? <laughs> yeah, that's a whole new competition. I want a separate prize if I can nail that one. Yeah. Okay, so my last two questions, getting a bit philosophical. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? Don't be in such a hurry. Everything will work out and be kind to yourself. Oh, I like that. You can't make a true impact either as a professional or as a person of the human race unless you love yourself first. You can't love anyone else truly and have a more positive influence on those around you until you like and are kind and love yourself first. Wow. That is very powerful stuff. It took me a long time to learn that. It's so true as well. Like It's that kindness to yourself and then kindness to other people. So I completely feel you, Grant. That's awesome. Yeah, you've got to let yourself off the hook and give yourself a break and that it's okay to make mistakes. You know, I think mm. it's pointless torturing yourself over 
mistakes. I know that I was exceptionally critical of myself growing up. And look, it obviously helps you grow faster, but it also you can't punish yourself because, you know, they're not mistakes. You're either winning or you're learning. There is no losing. Yeah, I like that. The second one was um, what wise words do you live by? But I feel like you've sort of answered that anyway. Yeah, I think these kind of words and things that I'm still learning, (laughs) still learning myself, but kind of how I feel about it today. Yeah, and I have to agree with you. And the basis of my podcast is being a millennial and trying to be kinder to yourself and sharing the good and the positive vibes and hoping that other people can pick up on them and give that positivity and it will come back to you. So cool. Thank yeah, you so and much. Of course, you can't forget hard work as well, because I think if you make yourself, particularly in a professional sense, if you make yourself first the person that is available, the person that often, particularly if you're starting out, is the cheapest <laughs> if not, don't be afraid to work for free. But I think that those kind of work ethic lessons are pretty important. But I think it's more about being kind to yourself. Couldn't have said it better myself. A massive thank you to Grant for coming onto the podcast. My gosh. Um, if you love that chat and you know anyone that needs to hear it, go on, show it to them. Just copy and paste the link, however it is that you're listening to the Misadventurous podcast and get on the Facebook Messenger, get on text, get on Twitter, tweet at your mate and tell them about this because there is some serious gold advice. And I think the world needs more nuggets of gold from Grant If you want to follow Grant Daniel on Instagram, just do a cheeky Google search or you can always catch him on Channel 10 every Sunday night from 7.30 for Game of Games. That's about it from me at the Misadventurous Podcast, though. If you are loving the show, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a cheeky review. Let me know that you are enjoying the Misadventurous Podcast. Or if you have a story that you'd like to tell, you want to share with me, mate, I am always up for hearing you out. Feel free to get in touch with me. Just head to (laughs) tiffanyrouge.com. 